Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here with you this morning. Today we're back on our series of a Christian walk, a loving God, yet there is something called hell and what it means to be set apart and sanctified. If you are excited to be here with me today, I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I hope you guys are doing good this morning. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you. So we officially have 61 days till the new year, 2022. I pray that the new year is great, filled with peace, joy, blessings, um, financial freedom for some of us, you know, just great things in 2022. And if trials and things happened and happen during that time or during that new year, I pray that God will, you know, take us out of that and walk us through whatever we need to walk through. So I'm so excited to be here with you today. We're going to be getting back on the topic of the Christian walk, a loving God, yet there's hell and what it means to be set apart and sanctified today. I also want to highlight those that are here for the first time. I did see that I have some new listeners. So welcome. My name is Comfort. I am the host of Comfort Talks Tuesdays. We upload every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, literally all the podcast platforms. So just, you know, search it up. You should see it there. And we just were thankful to God that that's even possible. I do also want to say... Please share with your friends, family, brothers, sisters, everyone. And if you have social media, please share it on your social media pages, your stories, on Snapchats, everything. Because it does help us a lot. Um, I'm so thankful that you're here with us, with this small family. And I hope you you hear life transforming word. You know, I hope God speaks to you. So today, let's get back into the topic of a loving God, yet there's hell, and what it means to be set apart and sanctified. So we're going to read 1 Peter. Most of our things are going to be taken from 1 Peter. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all of your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. You must live as God's obedient children. Do not slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. And if you remember from the last podcast, I pray you go back and listen to it just to keep yourself up to date. God's initial character, he's holy. He's a loving God, but initial his initial nature and what he is is holy. He does not do well with sin. He doesn't like it. So, for the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. And that's God speaking. So, get rid of all your evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. 
Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will, you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had the taste of the Lord's kindness. You are coming to Christ who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen for God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temples. What more, you are his holy priest. Though the, the through the, oh, I lost my Bible verse. Oh, right here. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifice that please God. Perfect. So, like I'm using like my phone because my Bible is too far. So I'm using my phone and it was about to switch up on me. But, you know, God is good. So what is this telling us that we are set apart and sanctified? Initially, I spoke about why we have a heaven and hell because there was sin in the world. The enemy, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him. He wanted to be like God. He wanted to be God. So what he did was um, he was able to influence a bunch of people in heaven. And God was like, nope, you you can't be in my presence. You can't be there. So he brought him down to um, the earth and hell. And they said, that's your place. That's your home. But the enemy being so smart and being who he is, he's like, you know what? I'm not about to go there and burn by myself. I'm about to take everybody with me. I'm about to take the whole family with me. So now the enemy's angry or he's because he's angry because he didn't get this chance that we have. That we're able to um, go back to God when we do fall short of the glory of God. We're able to ask for forgiveness when, you know, we slip up and things like that. The enemy didn't get that chance. So if you're wondering why he's like attacking you all the time, well because he didn't get that chance right and he's just trying to rally a bunch of people to go with him to hell hell is no joke it's not a playground it's not something that's fun it's it's eternal torture and suffering and it's not our portion because god doesn't want us to be there and our sin and unrighteousness take us there but through christ jesus we are redeemed and set apart and sanctified sin is just it's eternal separation from god when we go to heaven or when we yearn for heaven we're yearning for us to be with god forever sin is the opposite it's literally being pulled away from god you know how when you have a baby um the baby is being pulled away from its source it's food everything it's coming into the real world well with hell you're not going into a world you're going to a world of torture so you're being pulled away from god through our sin and everything that we're doing and that's where you end up but that's not our portion we are sanctified so god is saying here put down your old desires because that's not you anymore jesus has died for your sins jesus has died for you so that you may be able to exercise this self-control that you are no longer slaves to sin but you were you're redeemed through christ jesus put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. That right now we are saved. We have salvation. Back then we didn't know any better. 
our sins that we did back then, we didn't know any better. But now that we've been opened, our eyes have been opened and we've been transformed. We know what is right and what is wrong. And we know that we are not, we're not identified by our old sins, but we are identified by the blood of Jesus. So put down your deceit, your hypocrisy, your jealousy, all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk. So we must crave the things of God. We are working to become Christ-like. We are not perfect. That's why we have the chance to repent. And if you have slipped up, I want you to know that go back to God, repent. And God will you have a seat like god will forgive you you have a seat at his table you shouldn't uh, my father always says this my dad he's like as a christian or you know when you're driving when you're driving a car your aim to drive especially if you're going to work or wherever you're going your aim is to get there as safely as you can right you're not going with the mindset that you're about to crash a car you're not going with the mindset that you're about to have an accident you're just you, your mind says you want to get to work early and you want to get there as safe as possible. And through that journey of driving, somebody might honk at you. Somebody might swerve or some a car may swerve or someone may cut in front of you and cause a little um, stumbling. But your aim was never to crash the vehicle. It was to get there as safe as possible. Just like us. Our aim is not to sin. Our aim is not to fall short of the glory of god every single day our aim is to take up the identity that christ gave us through his blood and to live out the freedom that we have through christ jesus our aim is not to sin although we may stumble although things may happen once that happens we get right back on that same path to end to get to our destination as safe as possible we get back on that path and we get back and we get right with God. That's our aim. It's not to crash. It's not to sin. Our aim is not to purposely fall. That should never be your mindset that today, you know what, God, I know your grace is so sufficient, so I'm going to purposely fall. No, no, no. That's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be like, you know what, God, I'm committing my day into your hands. I'm committing myself into your hands. Lord, see me through. If anything happens, Lord, get me back on the right course with you. Because our portion is not hell. We don't deserve, we don't, we don't want to go there. That's not what we want. And I always say this, I don't deserve hell, not because I'm too good for it. It's because I love God too much to go there. I want to be with God forever. In eternal happiness and joy and peace. So that's literally, we're driving this car of life and you know, there may be people that may, you know, cuss at you. And especially like the day that you want to be so upright and you want to be right with God is the day that somebody's about to test your patience. But, you know, we're not going to cuss them out. We're not going to say anything bad because although they may be throwing things at you and things may be happening and maybe you may fall, you may fall and slip back. Sometimes we're trying to get back on the right place with god we're trying to get back on the road with god and just following him taking up our crosses and just following god and our identity is not with our sinful nature it's not with what we used to do before so you don't identify oh no i did this in the past 
okay, you did it. Now you move forward. God is such a redeeming God. He's like, don't identify yourself by that. You did not know better. You you didn't. But now that you have the knowledge of Christ, now that you know what God has done and what God has done through Jesus Christ, now you don't need to fall back into that same sin, but you need to be redeemed. Exercise that self-control. God is calling us to also tell this message, to speak this message to other people so that they may be transformed, so that they may see the light, so that they can see a better future for themselves, that God has a, a greater purpose for them. You are not identified by your past and your decisions that you made in your past. We take accountability for them. We acknowledge that they happened. We move forward. We repent and we take God and we take Jesus as our personal savior and we live that sanctified life. You are sanctified, meaning that you do not need to fall back into your own sins, into your old sins, but you can be washed and cleansed through the blood of Jesus. You are sanctified and set apart that Christ God is our cornerstone that you are coming to Christ who is the living cornerstone of God's temple that we are thirsting after righteousness we are yearning after godliness and we're we're yearning after holiness that's what we need to do because we are priests we're God's children we are his holy priests and through Christ, we are made righteous. Hell is not your portion. I want you to say that and proclaim that over your life. If the enemy is trying to lie to you, it is not your portion. It is not for you because we're sanctified by the blood of Jesus. Heaven is where we need to be and heaven is where we will be. And I just want you to proclaim, proclaim that over your life. Hell has people that, it, hell, there are people that are going to go there. Yes. But if we can do our best to save ourselves and save our brothers and sisters and those around us from going into that eternal damnation, we should. Let's keep speaking the gospel. Let's keep preaching the gospel and telling people about the good news. That they have a chance. They have a seat at God's table. That they all they have to do is repent and you know, build up that self-control to not fall into that same sin. And if they do stumble and fall, God has them and, you know, repent and go back to God. But our aim is not to sin. Our aim is to thirst after righteousness and to keep thirsting and to constantly thirst after righteousness. God is such a loving God. And I just want y'all to know. So today, because last week I said I was going to just end the two-part series to a loving God, yet there's hell. This is the ending. This is the summarization of everything with those, with this topic. We're going to move into how to battle different types of sins and how to overcome that. So I'm so excited for this series to keep going, but a loving God, yet there's a hell. This is the reason why from the last podcast, and this is why we, it's not our portion this these are the kind of people that will inherit the kingdom of god okay i love all of you thank you so much and i hope pray you guys have a wonderful day stay safe and take care